All right, guys, the gloves are off, and we are going to throw down big time today. We're going to be talking about what happened on the Capitol building on January 6th. This was a setup, guys. This was a setup. I don't know about you guys, but on January 6th, that night, I was feeling as a Trump supporter, and I'm just going to say it, yeah, I voted for Trump, but more importantly, as just a Christian American who believes in freedoms in this country, who believes in religious liberties in this country, who also recognizes there was evidences of widespread election fraud that happened that was not investigated, but instead was covered up. People like me, I'll put it that way, people like me felt that night like we had our pants around our ankles, like it was time for us to do the walk of shame and just be silent, be quiet, say nothing else. Our reputation had been completely decimated. Some of you may have felt that way. I know I did. Some of you may feel a heavy heart over what transpired on January 6th. Or a lot of us may even feel because that we are Christians, that now we are being looked at completely differently. Because somehow or another, we're all lumped into that because of the narrative that was spoken about through the media on January 6th. I want to share. On January 6th, I had the great opportunity to attend a protest. Yes, a protest. Not in Washington, D.C. I didn't get to go to the Capitol, but I got to go to my state capital. I get to live in the great state of California. See, I was there to protest. Just like millions of Americans all across the country, I saw widespread election fraud take place that was being covered up. I knew it was a complete assault on the democracy of our country. If we don't have free and fair elections, we do not have a democracy. Final. So that's why I was there. And I happened to go there and it was awesome. There was grandmoms. There was parents. uh, There was moms, dads. There was kids, students, just People, people that loved the country were there. We were out there. We were protest, protesting, yes. But amongst the protesting, there was a lot of prayers happening. I was amongst very much so people that realized that this nation was founded upon Christian Judeo values. So I, I must admit, I enjoyed being there. I thoroughly enjoyed being there. At the same time, as I was at this event, I happened to hear about things going on in Washington, D.C. I heard about the breach, not just breach on the state capitol, but I heard about violent attempts of going in to the actual capital of the United States. And then after the event, I continued to hear about, as I was listening on the news media, the events that transpired. I heard about the coup attempt. I heard about the message that was given by President Trump to incite so much anger that it was more than just an encouragement. It was like a command from the commander-in-chief himself on a militant strike and assault on the Capitol. That's how it was being portrayed, that these, these Trump supporters were supposed domestic terrorists These supposed patriotic Americans, a lot of them Christians, that were singing things like God Bless America, that were singing things the night before like Amazing Grace, 
that had messages that were spoken about with Christian themes and were praying, these people were the insurrectionists. And I heard it and I, I was troubled, to say the least. Because I'll tell you what, it did not mirror in any way or any regard what I was experiencing at the Sacramento protest, my state capital in California. See, I was just hanging out with normal folk, people that love the country, people that are there standing for truth in the time that they're just not seeing truth happening, waving American flags, chanting USA, pledging allegiance to the flag, singing God bless America. So in my mind, I knew something was up. I knew immediately something was up. This did not add up at all. I know firsthand what Trump supporters look like. What your typical Trump supporter looks like is not what was being spoken about, was not the narrative that was given on the mainstream media that night and continues to not be the narrative spoken on the mainstream media. I knew as a fact that President Trump's speech that morning did not incite an aggression towards doing violent displays on the Capitol building because I actually heard his speech. It was piped in through the speakers at the protest in Sacramento. So I did what any other person would have done who knows that the media are absolute liars. I did some research on my own. I mean, there was could have been a million people. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people were at this protest, and most of them have smartphones. So I knew they were going to post things on the internet. So that brings us to today. We are going to be talking about the well-coordinated setup on the January 6th assault on the Capitol. We got set up, guys, big time, and we fell for the trap. This was bad. It's bad to its most epic proportions. So here's what really transpired. Let's go through it. If you're on social media, if you happen to go to the protests, a lot of people in general actually knew about this, if you're followers of this. Antifa was going and was planning to show up to the protests wearing MAGA gear, Trump gear, Trump flags, waving American flags. Was The reasoning was they were supposed to be wearing the MAGA gear, and then what they were going to do is they were going to get into areas like where the cameras were, and they were going to incite some sort of violent display so that they could pin it on the Trump supporters. So let's talk about what really happened that day. We heard a message from President Trump, and then there was an encouragement, of course, to go down to the Capitol building to make your voices heard. People chanting, stop the steal. People chanting, USA. People just yelling so that their voices could be heard. In the narrative of the media, it sounded like there was a rush to the Capitol and they actually breached the Capitol by force, violent displays. So here's what really happened. We do know Antifa, they were on the scene. We actually have footage of it looks like buses coming up that are being escorted Witnesses say that was Antifa on those buses that were being escorted by police officers. And there was eyewitnesses that were watching the protests, and they knew that there was people that were dressed in Trump supporter type garb 
that just weren't with them. They knew there were people that weren't dressed in Trump supporter type garb that they knew weren't with them. So when it was time to walk towards the Capitol to make your voice loud, they knew that there was a rush of people that were not Trump supporters. These are eyewitness accounts that they could just tell they were not with them. So these people, they were the ones that actually went to the front line. There's eyewitnesses that have declared and said that these people were actually trying to agitate others that were actually the type of Trump supporters that were heavily excitable, that maybe would be prone to do something they normally wouldn't do. And they would kind of stand behind them and they would get them a little bit more riled up and try to get them involved with what they were going to do, which was going to be a violent display. So we did see there was violent displays that took place against police officers as police officers were trying to hold their ground. But that's not all we saw. When you look at the footage, not the footage on mainstream media, the footage that normal folk like me and you are snapping from our phone that we're filming what's really going on, you see loud and clear what's happening. You have police officers taking down the barricades and waving people in to breach the Capitol. The barricades were taken down intentionally. So then you have the mob of Trump supporters who have just been allowed in because the police officers have taken down the barricades and they engulf the area around the state capitol. They're on the steps. They're all amongst it. It's a sea of people. I know we've seen the footage and they're chanting, stop the steal. And they're chanting USA. But they're making their stand. And what they're doing, they're making their voice loud. So as the depiction... And the narrative on the news media is they're doing something wrong. There wasn't one thing wrong they were doing. They were simply going through barricades that were opened up by police officers to be there. And if you were there in person, you would be there and you would be like, okay, we're just going to go to the Capitol building and we're going to make our voice loud. We're right outside the Capitol building. Perfect opportunity, right? You could be loud enough right there that those that are in the chambers making the decisions could actually hear my voice, right? I'd do it. I wouldn't think there was anything wrong with it, but it was depicted as wrong. But not only that, not only did the crowd get up to the doors, the windows of the Capitol building, we saw violent displays depicted in the media. Absolute 100% violent displays. If you actually watch the footage of normal folk like me and you who were getting all the evidence, who are obtaining it on their smartphones, we see and we know and we know and we know that was Antifa. That was Antifa. They were the antagonizers. They were the ones breaking the windows. There was people there trying to tackle down people that were Antifa and trying to stop them. And when they would stop them, the whole crowd would cheer. There was people there booing. There was people there saying it was Antifa. It's obvious. It's apparent. There's no thinking otherwise. Did the media present it that way? Of course not. They didn't. It was the deplorable Trump supporters. It was those that stand for the flag that would do such an atrocity. And not to understate that there were Trump supporters that got caught up into that mob mentality and participated in violence. I do not want to understate the fact that actually did happen too. But the initial antagonizers, the initial instigators was Antifa. 
And of course, it goes without saying, we all agree, we do condemn that type of violence. This was meant to be a peaceful protest. But then the question, of course, is, but they did enter the Capitol building. We know that we know that there was Trump supporters that walked into the Capitol building and they breached it, like inside breached the Capitol building. And the media, of course, I mean, they said it was a violent attempt as they breached the Capitol building. They entered it in complete violence. They broke the windows. They stormed through the doors. They assaulted officers and they took the grounds. Think about it, guys. This is the capital of the United States with all of Congress in session. Every senator, every member of the House in session. The vice president of the United States of America is also present. Are you telling me unarmed protesters could somehow or another break in and take the grounds of the Capitol building? So the capital of the United States of America is that unsecure. Are you kidding me, guys? Are you kidding me? This is a setup, man. And I want to share something with you that you can't actually see because you're probably listening to this in an audible way right now. There's video footage that is being shared on social media, but there's one video in particular. Well, it kind of said it all. Witnesses have said this, but also um, video says a lot. And it's video of people being allowed to go into the Capitol. The doors are opened up by the police officers. The police officers, they stay off to the side and they allow those that are the outsiders, those protesters, to just come on in, walk in easily into the Capitol. But as they walk in, there's no violence. There's no violent displays. There's no scuffle with police officers. They just calmly walk in. I'm going to ask you a question. If you were a protester, you saw the doors open, not smashed through, but actually opened up, and you saw police officers standing to the side, and you saw people calmly walking through the doors, would you maybe go through? So that you can make your voice even a little bit more heard? Probably, right? Well, many Trump supporters did that. So that they could be on the ground and make their voice a little bit more heard. This was a setup, guys. Do remember, too, the Antifa, they are on the ground. So they are also walking in to the Capitol building at this time. Because they are on the front line. They are the instigators of all the violence that's taking place. This is a setup. This is a coordinated setup. So then as you continue to watch the videos, you'll see that the video footage is of people calmly walking through the Capitol. They're looking around. They're checking things out. They're passing by police officers. And then we also see other pictures and video footage that I'm going to admit it looks staged. I, I can't say it any other way, but it just looks staged, like a really manufactured scene uh, where we see these prominent looking Well, actually, what we do know is they are BLM protesters and Antifa antagonizers. And we see these guys like Jake Angeli, a prominent BLM protester, otherwise known as the guy with the horns. The guy with the horns with the face paint that looks red, white, and blue. And he sits in the chair of the Speaker of the House in the House chamber. These are prominent BLM protesters and Antifa members. 
Those are the ones that are doing the despicable things that you look at and you're like, are you even an American? Do you even care one ounce about this country? But it gets worse. We see these prominent BLM protesters, Antifa antagonizers, waiting. Like there's police officers around them and they're waiting. And what looks like they're waiting for their moment to get out on stage. (laughs) I mean, you can't make this stuff up. This looks so orchestrated. It's all an act. We see on the video feeds too, of course, Ashley Babbitt. And uh, definitely looks like a Trump supporter. Happens to climb through a window or she's in the process of climbing through a window. Uh, You can't really hear in the video what is actually being spoken, but she is shot in the neck and she is killed. But if you look at the pan on the video, you also see police officers right behind her. What the heck happened? What really happened? I know things are being investigated. And her heart goes out to her family right now, of course. The thing, though, is we need to understand. This was a well-coordinated setup for us. We were welcomed through the doors of the state capitol. There was police officers standing to the side as we were allowed in. Protesters, of course. If you, if you have an opportunity to make your voice as loud as you can in a peaceful way, are you going to do it? Of course you're going to do it. So people entered the Capitol building in a peaceful way because they were allowed in. Didn't see that in the media, guys. And then, of course, after that, we see the Capitol building cleared. Congress reconvenes. They get back to work to certifying the election. The different members of Congress, they get up to speak. And those that are against Trump have the best speeches of their life as they reaccount the day's events and Trump's incendiary acts, and what was called the coup attempt. Guys, if you are terrified and in lockdown with the threat of personal harm happening to you, you don't come right out of it with well-prepared research speeches that are the speech of your life. This was a coordinated, well-orchestrated setup. On top of it, we saw all the mainstream media outlets cover it as if they knew it was going to happen, never showing the real picture that we got to see that Trump supporters took as they were videotaping everything with their smartphone. The narrative was all the same. Donald Trump has just done the most unspeakable act in human history as the President of the United States has provoked his followers to attempt to overthrow the election by force by attacking the Capitol building. The result of all this, politicians shouting out, the media shouting out, there needs to be a removal of President Trump from office with either the 25th Amendment or impeachment. Trump's voice has been silenced now. He can no longer talk about election fraud because that brought up an insurrection. That brought up an attack on the Capitol building. His voice has been shut down. Twitter has dropped his account. Facebook, Instagram, the same. He's being forced to be silent. You're being forced to be silent. I'm being forced to be silent. If we talk about the discrepancies of the election now, we're inciting violence ourselves. Our Facebook posts and YouTube videos are being taken down. Our Twitter accounts are being suspended. A mere mention of any discrepancy of the election or a video that depicts a different narrative of January 6th than what the media is spinning is being silenced. 
On January 6th, we witnessed a coordinated, orchestrated setup, the final blow from a media, political party, and the big tech to cover up the evidences of widespread election fraud in order to take control of the government, not by a free and fair election, but through a hostile takeover. 